good day and welcome to Holding Fast. Great to have you in the podcast today. How is your anchor holding as it gripped firmly to the Word of God? Well, I've got my Bible open and I'm looking forward to sharing some thoughts from the Word of God this week. We've just come from a Lord's Day that was a great blessing and refreshing to me. Had the opportunity to be preached to this past Lord's Day instead of doing the preaching. And every now and then, that is a great blessing to sit there and revel and think about the Word of God. Uh, as another man ministers, and so it was a great encouragement. But we begin a brand new podcast week uh, today, and we're going to be working our way through the remainder of the week as well. And as I dwelt on the message from the Lord's Day, and as I looked across the church congregation and had an opportunity to reflect, I became so filled with gratitude for so many people that lend their strength and their their willingness and their abilities and their gifts to be able to make our ministry be a success for the glory of God. And it dawned on me that God has put so many people that have great blessings and great contributions to make our ministry a lighthouse in a community that desperately needs the light of God's Word. But that's not always the case. I mean, they're down through history, even scripturally, there have been cases in which there have been people that have really been a blessing and helped in the Lord's work, and there are those that have been hindrances to us. And those opposites always seem to be the case in no matter what ministry there is. There's a picture in Isaiah chapter 41, verses 6 and 7, of a a group of people who were continually helping each other in the Lord's work. They were encouraging each other. They were lifting each other up. uh, They were working together to accomplish some goals. And then there is, in Judges chapter 5, verse 23, uh, another uh, um, collection of people where there is a solemn uh, denouncement of people a group of people who by their unwillingness to contribute together to God's work actually ended up hindering it. Uh, And I'm not talking about a financial contribution. I'm just talking about their time, talents, and their treasure. Well, as believers, as disciples of Christ, I believe, and I know this for certain, that we can help or hinder the work of the gospel through the local church ministry that God's called us to. And I think our greatest desire should be to help the work forward. Uh, there are so many examples throughout the scripture, of, particularly in the New Testament that I think of offhand, that have, uh, of people that have, have uh, slowed the work down, been obstacles and speed bumps uh, to the work. I think of many of you are familiar with Acts chapter 5, verses 1 through 11, and then Ananias and Sapphira, who by their dishonesty literally was were quenching the Spirit of God to the point that uh, God had them removed. In Acts chapter 6, verse 1, there are those who were guilty of murmuring and complaining, and God hates that sin of uh, a murmuring people. In Philippians chapter 4 and verse 2, there were two ladies who refused to be humble and refused to put, uh, think of one other better than themselves. In 1 Timothy chapter 5, verses 14 and 15, there are certain women that the Apostle Paul refers to that were really causing a hindrance in the ministry. In 2 Timothy chapter 4, there was Demas who left with the Apostle Paul, but he went back into the world. Uh, he loved those circumstances instead of serving the Lord. In 3 John verses 9 and 10, Diotrephes, the Bible says, was a man who loved to have the preeminence. And then uh, I would suggest, last of all, in Revelation chapter 2, verse 4, there were those at Ephesus 
the city of Ephesus who literally had left their first love. So it is possible that to be a hindrance to the Lord's work by various means, but I want to focus in the next couple podcasts on how it is possible for you to be a better help in the Lord's work. And some of these things may already be true about you. You already may be participating in this. Uh, God may be using you in a unique and blessed way for his ministry wherever he has put you to serve him. But I want to give you a few thoughts from the New Testament regarding those that uh, those actions which God blesses and helps in the Lord's work. And the first one that I want to call your attention to is in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. And in this passage of scripture, the Apostle Paul is literally writing to these Corinthian believers. And he's, after speaking about his own trials, He's literally asking them for something that I think is often spoken of cliched, but not quite in mind. Here's what I mean. In 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 11, the Bible says, Ye also helping together by prayer for us. That's the very beginning of the verse. Exercising the ministry of prayer is a primary means that you can help in the Lord's work. Um, this letter that Paul is writing, he's spoken of his trials, but he's asking for their prayer fellowship. And this is a ministry that it doesn't matter who you are, young or old, uh, outspoken or a behind the scenes kind of person. Every one of you can participate in this type of ministry because everybody can pray. And how this helps the forward the work of the Lord is is beyond our understanding. Because we also know that nothing of permanent spiritual value is ever accomplished except in answer to somebody's prayers. So what a challenge this is. Uh, at times I grow weary of having somebody say to me, maybe they're a senior saint in the church, or maybe they're experiencing some terrible physical handicap or or condition, physical brokenness in their life. But there's people that will say to me, well, there isn't much that I can do, Pastor. Well, to that, I respond to you, there's an immense amount that you can do, and that is to exercise the ministry of prayer and helping the work of God forward. Then I would also point to you another means by which this can be done. In Acts chapter 18, we read of another passage that gives us a description of what happens when somebody takes this seriously. And it's an area that I believe needs more, has, has begged for attention for many years in Bible-believing churches. Acts 18 verse 27 says, And when he was disposed to pass into Achaia, the brethren wrote, exhorting the disciples to receive him, who, when he was come, helped them much, which had believed through grace." For he mightily convinced the Jews, and that publicly, showing by the scriptures that Jesus was Christ. There are so many people that had been converted through Paul's ministry, and the young converts were in desperate need of discipleship and help. And when, the, when Apollos appeared, the Bible tells us in Second Peter that he was great, excuse me, in the book of Acts, he was a great help to those who by grace had believed. Those young converts needed to be grounded in the scriptures for growth. We know that from 2 Peter chapter 3, verse 18, in which it, we, we are taught that infants need 
the milk of the word. And in 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, they need to learn how to correctly handle the words of truth. And evangelism, as prominent and as preeminent as it ought to be in a Bible-believing ministry, we need never forget that the consolidation and the building up of those, the grounding of those who are converted following those evangelistic efforts is not something that's just incidental. It's so vital and essential to the work of God. Part of the Great Commission, we always read that first part in Matthew 28, verses 18 through 20, Go ye therefore into the world and make disciples. Uh, that's important, but the verses go on to say that converts should be taught to observe all that Jesus commanded as well. And from Pentecost onward, we find that they were nurtured in that way. In Acts chapter 2 and verse 42, the Bible says that they continued daily in the apostles' doctrine. They were consistently teaching and sharing the Word of God. Are you a spiritual foster parent? Are you willing to demonstrate to others the truth of God's Word as it has been unfolded in your own life and in your own ministry? We want to help the work of God go forward. These are two primary ways. Going to look at some more in the next podcast. But why don't you pray about exercising the ministry of prayer for your local church and ministry and also establishing new converts in the scriptures themselves. God bless. Walk with him today. Keep your eyes fixed on Christ. God bless.